started going down department stores, literally looking at who are all the brands that they carry and how many of those brands are designers of color and realized that less than 1% at the time were designers of color. And I was like, okay, this is it. I have to at least try to be a part of the solution. Hello everyone and welcome back to You Have to Wear Something and it is a moody day. It is the last show of the year. It's New Year's Eve. My notes are a mess. I didn't sleep well. Both Quentin Roper Servant back to You Have to Wear Something. Still tuning, <laughs> still tuning in from the Bronx. Are you still jet lagged from France? Um, no. Um, I didn't realize this was the last show of the year. What an honor. Thank you for having me, Nicole. What an honor. That's a privilege. An honor and a privilege to know you, my love. Like, this is like vibes. Wait, hold up. Like, it's just now hitting me that tomorrow is 2022. What happened? (laughs) We time traveled. Oh my gosh. (laughs) What happened to us? We're just doing the best we can. Um, but I mean, I'm in a mood. I, I probably had last night. I probably had the worst sleep of the year. How about you? Same. <laughs> I'm in a bad mood too. Why are we in a mood? Is it? Are we in mourning? Is it the Betty White thing? Makes you run? It just all we've been through this 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 twilight zone of an experience. Um, I'm a little thrown off. When did, okay, so I am just now learning about Betty White. Oh my gosh. This is what happens when you are not on social media. So what was weird for me and the audience just has to go on this ride of catching up with us. Cause Whoa, <laughs> just Googled oh, it. it. I'm shocked. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry to break the news to you, but they had so it's so weird. They had a, a birthday for her saying, Yay, she made a hundred, but she really didn't make it. Mm. It was January 17th. She's 99. And I mean, a life well lit. Let's just, you know, like let's just honor that. I mean, if we make it to 99, it would be a huge, huge, you know, blessing. Um, and Lucid, she was like with it all the way up until the end. No, oh, no. But may she rest. I was just watching Golden Girls, and um, you know, God, you know, rest in power, uh, Betty White. But yes, moods. Let me tell you something. I have a candle burning for everything we've lost right now. People, jobs, money, vibes, homes, whatever you lost. I got a candle lit. We're setting little spells over here. You know, let me get into my witchy power. Um, Vernon Sage, Vernon Palo Santo, Vernon, all of the things. So, if you can, Quentin, today, light a candle. I'm, yeah, I might actually have to add a candle to my shopping list. Might have to go to shopgu.com and give me one of those bad boys. Not GU, because GU means freedom. Just a shameless plug before we get into this. Um, God, you know, and I'm going to be honest with you, like, I definitely 
before we get into just like that, can we just also to just applaud Issa Rae for Insecure, another fashionable show that has, it's not the black sex of the city. I repeat, it's not the black sex of the city. It's its own thing. So we can stop saying that. Um, but I was, I was really sad towards the end. I was like, wait, not Issa Rae has me in my feelings. Oh. I know. It's like it's the end of an era. Black women get so few authentic representations of like anything. I mean, also too, we're just not allowed to be complex and that that show it showed the flaws. It showed the flaws. I feel like people who aren't comfortable with black people in general have to have like the really, really great black people around them, like the Oprahs or, you know, these like incredible successes and like all That's not me. Yeah, all you yeah, are, are are complicated. We don't have to we don't owe you black excellence. Right. I don't wanna be Brian Gumble. I don't wanna be Tiger Woods. I don't wanna be Don Lemon. Like leave me alone. Right. Like let us be flawed and human and complex uh you know or it's because it's just too drastic of being all the way great or all the way horrible terrible right right so and, and we'll we'll get into you know some of my best friends in a minute too but quentin and i are at a crossroads because quentin over the show after the last episode is that safe to say I mean, I'm going to keep watching it just to see how this plays out, but I'm pretty much done. So I am outrageously loyal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, these are my fake friends inside of the <laughs> world of Sex in the City. These are like my fake aunties. So, you know, I just have like too much love for the show. I, I, you know, and we all know that the show is fashionable and they've been doing their thing. No, Carrie did not wear a dress from uh, Forever 21. So you all can stop with that drag as well. Um, but yeah, I... Like the last time we recorded, so much has happened. God, so much, we missed so much. So the Chris Knopf thing, let's just tie off the last episode with a bow. That did not end well for him, his clapback. Yeah, I told you. I'm psychic. Leave me alone. Like, seriously. Peloton is bad news. Chris Knopf is bad news. Like, I knew it. I knew it. I called it. I was it. like, oh my God. And, and Peloton, you know what? That's what you get. That's exactly what you get. That's the second time y'all have done something against women. Because remember, they had that ad where it was this woman and she got a Peloton for Christmas and her goal in life was to get skinny for her husband. Mm-hmm. And I think her husband made some kind of like shady comment in the commercial. I don't remember what it was, but... Of course he did. It's so rude. It's so rude. Um, so they, 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 you know, they're a growing company. They need to get it together. These startups, you know, they're building the plane while it's in the middle of the air. And then how could they not <laughs> do a deeper research of Chris Knopf and his history of sexual harassment? And why don't people believe black women? He dated Beverly Johnson. He had to get a restraining order against him. I think this is early 90s, possibly 80s. Yeah. You know what? If Peloton had diversity internally on their creative teams, like someone would have red flagged this immediately. 
So that's how you know. So that's how you know if a company is really about their um, mission to be inclusive because people would have voices and they would have said, hey, I just want to flag this and a crisis could be avoided. But no, they keep uh, doing the performative stuff and this is exactly what happened. So I do not feel bad for Peloton. I think it's a scam, but let me stop because that's not what the podcast is about. I'll tell you my biggest problem with Peloton outside of it taking too much space in the house. Way too much space. Way too much space. Like a mother-in-law. Oh my gosh. And I have a real bike. We need to be getting fresh air. I'm gonna, I I, I swear, I keep saying I'm gonna put some air in my tires. Uh, I'm gonna do it in 2022. I'm gonna put some air in my tires. But um, my biggest problem with them is the seat. The seat is so (laughs) narrow. It hurts your vagina. Like, it's painful wait, for your woo-ha. Like, wait, like, so it's the seat and the deceit. It's the seat and the deceit for me. <laughs> and the amount of space that it takes up. Wait, and I hate it. Okay, so just to tie it back into the show, I hate it <laughs> when she was like the 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 the, 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 the new um uh, the realtor, she comes in, she's like, and you know oh, what? A Peloton God. would really bring this together. I'm like, oh God, no, not a fucking Peloton. We're going to get to SEMA in just a second, but since we're so behind, we're going to try to play catch up and not just catch up with each other, which you could totally do. Um, but, um, okay. When in Rome, that was episode three. I knew that, okay, I don't know if you guys know that Cynthia Nixon is queer in real life. If you don't know, you've been hiding under a rock. You don't need social media to know that. Um, So we kind of knew that this was coming when she shotguns Miranda in the mouth. Now, married people. Did we? No, I I can't speak for all married people. But if I'm married, um, a woman can't shotgun weed into my mouth. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Can someone shotgun weed into your husband's mouth? Uh, he doesn't like weed, so no. <laughs> okay, but if he did, right, that would be an absolutely no, and you and I would be getting our hands ready. Um, I just can't see him doing that, to be honest. Right, right. So, you know, Miranda officially sexually awakened. I like that, you know, and, and there's, a, there's a lot of identity and sexuality going on uh, in an episode just in general so you know they've been setting us up for this for a minute and you know they made it seem like well it's not the first lesbian relationship either because Samantha was a lesbian for at least four episodes but is it a lesbian relationship because um, Shay doesn't have it she's gender non-binary so she, her her pronouns are they they them which I'm going to they, mess up them. all of this I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm, I'm so sick of up. that actress. I'm so sick of that actress. I'm so sick of that actress. I'm Wait, done with Sa- her. Who is Sarah Ramirez? Yes, I'm done with her. Done. Okay, and can you tell me why? Done. What? So, if you know her history, she was on Grey's Anatomy and she played this really cute character on Grey's Anatomy. And then she left Grey's Anatomy and played, I believe it's a non binary character um, on another show. And I feel like she has brought that character or whatever she wasn't allowed to do with that character to this show. And it's just like, it's like they're forcing it down our throat. It just doesn't feel like a real representation 
of someone that works in media and is non like I just do not see this in real life. Like you, if you are uh, like in this climate, you're gonna go to your coworker's house and have sex with her best friend. When did the that doesn't happen? That's not realistic. In this climate, we we, we, we creeping up to that. Well, this is what I do like. I do like that she was saying, "I'm going to stay out and party." It seems like Miranda is like her time to kick it, while the girls are kind of slowing down. The other ladies are slowing down, and it seems like she's picking up speed. So, you know, I kind of saw that this was coming, and I always felt a little bit too that, like, you know, Miranda didn't really like Steve. I didn't think. Like that felt kind of, I got pregnant, so let's get married, kind of deal out. Uh, but, you know, that's going to come to a head with episode five. Now, episode four, since you're a black and I'm black, we can really speak frankly about it. Some of my best friends, uh, some of my best friends, if you find yourself saying some of my best friends are black, you're probably lying. Um, or if you find yourself saying, I have a black friend do do they know that they're your black friend yeah sometimes sometimes you like are holding people hostage and they're just trying to be nice that you don't act crazy so it's probably not your black friend it's probably a black person that just doesn't want to deal with you so they're just smiling and hoping that the time that you share together is very very minimal yeah so charlotte is trying to force diversity at her dinner putting pressure on her husband in this scramble to find more black people to fill the room which was just really cringe even Kristen Davis like when she read the script she was said she was saying that she was just so uncomfortable and she wasn't sure if she wanted to say all the lines because she has black kids so oh damn yeah so she you know Kristen Davis she knows she's playing a character but she was still like oh this is so cringe especially when she's really putting the pressure on her neighbor who she normally doesn't talk to to be her black friend and, and yeah. this happens all the time I've definitely had have you ever had someone white try to you know fill the room with you as prop oh you mean all these job interviews I'm going on okay it definitely describes every job interview when diversity <laughs> is, is forced <laughs> you are the black person that we can all agree on that we feel halfway comfortable around <laughs> like um actually let me just leave <laughs> let me i'm a i'm a i'm a be out i'm a, i'm gonna I'm head out that was exactly. the great resignation was all about uh you know what i'm gonna head out yeah I think yeah we'll be out. Like, yeah that's it's a wrap tagline for so. 20 21. I'm I'm, 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 I'm gonna head out. Um, do you think that the, the Nicole Ari Parker, the Lisa character, is realistic? Yes, I've met people like her. Okay, I think she's realistic too, and I think a lot of black people, some of their chatter online, I hate online chatter, is like, can we just get comfortable with wealthy culture, black people? Like, yeah, it's just normalize that and it not be like a token or an anomaly or a unicorn like this should just you know we, we need to get comfortable with that I don't know why that's uncomfortable and I think it's because we glamorize pain porn so much yeah you know um I saw someone post that uh 
they don't understand why her accessories are so large. They just feel like they're just like doing over the top things with the character so that we notice her and they feel like it's an overcompensation for the past not having like enough black people in the show. Um, but a black woman wrote this episode. So, you know, at least we're okay yeah a black woman wrote the episode but it goes through an approval process it's not like she submitted the script to a black executive and that black executive approved it like no it gets filtered through white people that's what people need to understand like that's why it's very frustrating as an african-american writer to be hired to write for black actors for a black audience but that your your work gets filtered through white people because there's no ultimately at the top there's like no white people at the top people do not realize that everything gets filtered through white people right i mean no no black people at the top none none and it's like you look at Issa Rae it's like Issa Rae like now that she's in it she sees like the landscape of it and so she's always going to have a goal to hit because every time she gets to a level she's going to realize she's the only black person at that level and there's more work to be done so it's yeah, not over in We're... order to make change you have to be really intentional you literally have to do what Issa did and be like you let's find black writers wardrobe people drivers I mean as many people as she could find like you have to be really intentional like I am not going to hire another white man for this exactly and what i have found is that a lot of um, african americans once they get into the business it just is like okay if i take the easier out and just do what everyone does i can just make my money and keep quiet and that's not like you have to be willing to risk your career to advance black people and it's not enough people doing that like we need more Issa Rays. We need a, about a hundred more Issa Rays to get us to where we think we actually are. Yeah, it's it's not your little book club where you read Robin DeAngelo mm-hmm. or your little Black Lives Matter placard on your lawn. And circling back to Betty White, it, you got to do it when it's uncomfortable. In 1954, she said, the black tap dancer stays on my show. And I, and I think she, there was repercussions for that. You know, mm-hmm. she put her career on the line for what was right and that that's what it is it's really that uncomfortable part yeah people aren't ready for that part people are really not ready for the uncomfortable part and you know i was even reading some other stuff too like first pipeline are you have you prepared your company to be a safe space for future black employees that part that part that part is is that person that you're hiring to sprinkle diversity are they walking into a safe space or are you going to psychologically damage them for the rest of their lives Which, that's how you're not ready for it so you are not ready for it you're because then you're just bringing in black people into another hostile environment that sets them up for failure mm-hmm. you know how happy black people are when you make it past the past 90 days you're like whoo <laughs> exactly. Breath, like just to, because you know you have a you have a target on your your back. back. You have a target on your back until you get past your um 
you know, a probationary period with most companies because they didn't want to hire your black ass anyway. But anyway, let's let's get back to <laughs> let's get back to the. I told you I was in a mood. I didn't have a lot of sleep. I'm sorry. I'm cranky. Um, I'm in, I'm having all the feels. But that that um part where I didn't like how they had Charlotte mistake that woman for someone else which this happens to me all the time my name is not michelle you're all white people my name is not michelle it's nicole um yeah i don't think that was necessary like it's almost like if if that character is as smart about african-american art and she lives in new york and she has access to so many things like she wouldn't be that ignorant about black people like it was just kind of like it's just like Miranda, I could see doing stuff like that, but like someone whose culture, it's just, it just makes everyone like the pandering. It's like she should have spoke up more. Like she has black kids, so why oh, does that yeah, have wow. to be? Why does that have to be much different from her character having an Asian child? Because I would also like to think that Charlotte having the OCD that she has she would want to make sure that she is not contributing to the problem. So I feel like she would have already gone through the process of reading books about anti-racism and making sure that her home environment, especially if she put all that work into being Jewish. Put that same work into knowing what black people look like. <laughs> I think, but I think we, it's like also when you look at the, the early seasons of Charlotte, like Charlotte wasn't, like, yeah, she was, like, you know, upper class, wealthy or whatever, but she wasn't, like, an idiot. She was still uh, in the city going to Chinese restaurants. Yeah, no, she wasn't, um, she was intelligent. And sometimes intelligent and ignorance is different. And ignorant, ignorance can be harmless. And I think they're trying to portray her leaning towards more ignorant. But what I didn't like is it still made the black people... I don't know. Something about it seems insulting when she rattles off all of that information about the black art. That's what I'm saying. Like and if makes she her the hero of the exactly world. if so, she I knows mean, it. Yep, exactly. That's the inconsistency. If she knows art, black artists like that, she would have had no problems going into like that. Wouldn't have been a surprise. Like she's right. cultured. She's cultured. She's right, cultured. Like white, white centering. And now we have a white woman centered again, and it's all about her. It's all she's, about her. They and just ruined one of my favorite characters. That's why I don't like it. It's like, it's not... Like, Charlotte took converting to Judaism very seriously. She took adopting Lily very seriously. Like, what is... Like, now her daughter's trans, so we have to have, like... It's just, it's just too much. It's too much. And then also, the daughter was on TikTok, and she was doing the the rap. I'm like, why couldn't you just hire an actual TikToker to come up with something that would be believable? Like, yeah. The TikTok rap. I'm just like, I don't want to glaze over the black artists that were featured just because you and you know how much I live at the museum. So I just want to I just want to say their names to put some respect on their name, not the respect that Charlotte gave. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say their names. So I enjoyed the works featured by, and you should look them up. Hit your Google's because I'm not going to do the heavy lifting to teach you. Gordon Parks, 
Carrie Queens, <laughs> Deborah Roberts, Barkley Hendricks, Derek Adams, and Michaeline Thomas. And they were featured. And that's that. Hit your Googles. Go to your local museum. Do what you got to do because I'm not going to uh, do it for you. Now, um, back to what you were saying about how detailed Charlotte is usually. No, I'm just saying, like, you, there's consistency. Like, this isn't someone... Also, if she doesn't have, like, a full-time job, she's just, like, a lady of the... Like, th- these women, especially after everything that's gone down, especially the ones that are, like, culture, they don't... They're educating themselves about it. Like, it just... I don't like how this show is pandering to everyone. Like you can't make a show that everyone's gonna like, and it's turning into a show that nobody likes. Mm, I see. You feel like it's just too PC all the damn time, and it's forced. What about what about Seema? Because when I saw Sarita, now shout out to Sarita Chowdhury. Like she is so so stunning, and you never get her, get to see her this beautiful because. I remember her from Homeland. I don't know if you guys remember. I love her from Homeland. Oh, she was great in Homeland. But she was, you know, Homeland was dowdy, you know? So when she first enters and she's so beautiful and hair is brushed and she's got makeup on and she's got beautiful clothes on, she's powerful, like, and just taking control because right now Carrie needs handler. Um, I, I, I love that. Um, <laughs> I feel like that, almost like Seema, what I'm the character i feel like i'm getting it from Seema. from whose character so the, the indian character the realtor right you said that you felt like you're supposed to be getting it from someone else no the vibe that i thought i was gonna get from the lisa character like that relatable oh i don't color I, I don't want Lisa to be relatable. Like re- Lisa, like come, like she's doing that very like that that aloof. Like I'm kind, like she's a dim, like, like that Michelle Obama, but like like I love Lisa how she is. I think Seema's down to earthiness is like perfect. Okay, okay. I just no, would I'm, not. I'm not mad at the Lisa character at all because I, I think we need to just normalize black ladies who lunch as well and you know being on the board some of these boards and the, the philanthropy it is a job so when you get to a level and you've made your coin and you're you're you're, you're sitting on a stack mm-hmm. though that then that becomes your job yeah i just like the shape but like i laughed so hard when they called her black charlotte because i'm just like that is absolutely like funny because it's like you also think of this in the context of like real housewives where it's like these are money these are women with money so like what exactly are they doing that normal women aren't doing they are dressing in big cities with ridiculous accessories and you know they're buying trinkets from uh local businesses and like thriving that way and of course she does documentaries because she has the money to have documentaries and then she's married to this politician husband like that's very realistic in new york it is and i also can't wait to see like when they show her work when they show how she creates right if um, they get to that if they get to that i don't know you, you you're talking about season two and three we don't know if we're gonna get that in the call. Uh, i think they're gonna develop the lisa character more just because people right now we've been so starved this is what it's like it's like when you starve someone and then you throw them a saltine cracker it tastes like filet mignon so we have been so Ooh. starved 
for <laughs> just some black women in Sex in the City for so long, just really just living vicariously through Carrie all this time because she had damn nameplate that black women put on the map, no cap. Um, and now it's like, oh, wow, like Seema and Lisa, like we're just, you know, overwhelmed by just their very presence and their um, melanated selves. Um, and if you're paying attention, I don't know if you guys remember that uh, Sarita was in Mississippi Masala with Denzel Washington. Um, I remember that. I remember being like, this is such a ahead of its time movie about a romance between a black man and an Indian woman because, you know, Indian families, you know, immigrant families when they come here and how they are with black people. We don't, that's, that's a show for another time. Um, but Sarita's been taking these kind of edgy um, roles for a minute. Um, so, okay. We're, we're, we're caught up. We're now at episode five, Painfully Hip. I want you to talk about the TikTok thing. Um, they're still circling around age in an interesting way. Oh, she's an old lady with a hip problem. Oh, wait, she has a, a, a birth defect and all she needs is to have personal training with a hot uh, trainer and then she's back in heels. I mean, I thought it was a stretch. First of all, this is, and I'm mad at the styling team for this. Oh, did you wait, house. wait, pause, 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 pause. <laughs> Are you aware of the Patricia Fields drama? Well, the two people that basically she put on are the two people, they worked on the movies underneath Patricia Field. There's two people who did work for Patricia Field who set the tone for the entire show and the legacy of Sex in the City. But please spill the tea about Patricia. So Patricia, they had asked her about her thoughts on the show. And she said that she feels her heart goes out to the people who are now running the wardrobe, particularly the one that worked under her. She said that she knows that Cynthia Nixon is giving her a hard time. And then she cited examples of Cynthia Nixon thinking that she knew what she was talking about, but she doesn't by showing like actual photos of Cynthia dressed up of things that she insisted to wear because she thought she knew better than the wardrobe head. And she literally said, she was like, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker uh, thinks she knows everything and she actually does. Cynthia Nixon thinks she knows everything and she doesn't. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but that... And also, Cynthia Nixon is directing an episode. I just think that I need everybody to calm down. I need everybody to calm down. <laughs> well, I just thought it was a stretch that they made this big deal out of socks and Birkenstocks and that she looks like a art teacher from Vermont when really every fancy lady has a Givenchy Birkenstock, Valentino Birkenstock. Uh, I mean, Birkenstocks has a collab with Rick Owens. It's a, it's a ton of luxury collabs. So. I thought that was really, really goofy. And then, of course, in the next scene, they have her in Chanel sandals. Class. Everybody that wears Manolo's or has a, a shoe collection has um, fancy flats. I thought that was just, like, really, 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 really goofy. And then this, you know, this kitchen part, which, you know, everyone is talking about that. I, I'm happy for Miranda. And I think you, it was... So loyal. 
you're so loyal. <laughs> I, I'm happy for Miranda. I, I really am because I felt like her casting was to be a ball busting lawyer, which we wouldn't have to bust balls if there were equality. I just want to say that. But um, cast her as kind of a more boring type. You know, Carrie's going to be the cute one with the blonde hair. Um, and the petite body and all of that, all of that, and, and then it's then it's Samantha, and it's all about Charlotte. I feel like Miranda's like last on the list in terms of having that spark, that wild life, dating and having success in dating, having failures, having successes. Like this is Miranda's time. Miranda's been married for a long time. She okay, but can we? Family. Can it not be with this nasty Shay? I think she is so... I just don't like her. I don't... I can't believe she... Your friend has a... uh, Is recovering from a hip surgery. Or whatever. Like, lower back surgery. And... uh, I I just hated that. I hate it. I hate that... That that character is such a... A stereotype. Like, it's like Rosie O'Donnell. Like, did we really need that? Mm, I see you think she's like did, a stereotype. Did you see the stand-up routine that she did? The live, like, how difficult would it have been to hire um, someone to write an actual act for her that would have been funny that wasn't tied to her identity? Like, all she did was just, like, talk about who... She, like, all of her jokes were about her being different. Like, it, like please set this character up to be like realistic like this isn't it doesn't it doesn't feel good when you're a part of the lgbtq and you see a clown in front of you so you feel like she's a jester almost like a step and fetch it for the show yeah like it's like oh oh and also it just like it opens up a lot of problems because you're just like minding your business and you even give the impression that you are similar to a character like this there's no telling what these white people will do to you yeah I, just... mean, I do I do think that this was a necessary casting of Sarah Ramirez as Che I think that whatever was going on with Miranda to stick with the storyline they have to show it coming to a head in a way that the main character Carrie can then get involved so she has to do something that pisses off you know they have to have arguments you know right but think of it this way the podcast right it's carrie who's white female and then it's shay who's non-binary ethnic and then it's the asian dude who's also a person of color right and Why is it? Woman in the, and there's a woman in a wheelchair with that still representation. With dis- dis- okay, so the girl that has the disability, she's in the wheelchair. She's mean. Then you have Shay, who's just like really sexually deviant. And then you have the the Asian guy, whose his life isn't together. He's kind of dirty. And then uh, then it's Carrie, and Carrie's like the one, like she's the one that literally was talking about sex, like she was like madonna and all of a sudden she's like shy and she's like oh i don't know like what i think that like carrie finesse i think carrie will come to the brunch with some details but you have to remember that she wasn't straight like to the penis to the bodily fluids like samantha you have to understand that like samantha was the extreme carrie is somewhere in the middle 
And of course, if you're in pain and you just kind of spill pee in your bed, you're pissed, right? I mean, if you're recovering, you don't want to see. If you're coming over to take care of me and I see you getting it on in the kitchen, like I'm, I'm pissed. Yes, please be pissed. <laughs> Boundaries. You know, just because you're sexual, we talk about it and we're cool. Like, I don't need to see any of my friends have sex. Agreed. Okay. I'm glad we got the clear. We can be it's best sex friends in the now. City, not sex in the friendly. You know what I mean? Like. Okay, I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> As much water you, as possible. You, you try to make a carry pud. Oh my god. <laughs> that was a carry pud. And I couldn't help to wonder. <laughs> is it sex in the city or sex in the friendly? <laughs> See? See, it was a little catchy. That's why you uh that's why you repeated it. Right. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm gonna let you handle this part about rock like uh uh-uh, no, change it. I don't even think we should talk about it. I don't even no, think no, we should no, talk no, about I it. Because it was such a big part of the last episode. I really don't know. I don't know anything about it. I already think that being a parent is already such a incredible, thankless job. And I applaud all the parents out there, especially in a different time where things are just, it was never simple, but the identities and the lines were simple back in the past, but it was, un- I feel like it was oppressive. And now we live in a time where kids, especially like wealthy white kids, I mean, they for real, for real can be anything they want to be. So it's a space where Rose can turn into rock, but you're right, they should have hired one of those black TikTok creators to create a realistic TikTok that was horrible. That rap was like, uh, that was crazy. You know, you could have, th- like, and it's not even that expensive to do. You just say, hey, uh, the same way you did the Peloton deal, you just slide into a DM saying we have a secret project, da 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 da. We will pay you X amount of dollars, and just have them make it, and then have. Uh, a producer come on that would make sure that the tech like that TikTok see this is what's fucked up is that if they had done that right then that TikTok would have gone viral and then you could have done like a whole campaign where Rock has a, a separate Sex and the City sponsored TikTok and then everyone can like uh, uh, you know watch the show from there or something like that I don't know but like don't right. waste our time with TikTok and have TikTok involved because they know damn well TikTok is popping because of black creators. They know that in their bones, in their DNA of their business model. So yeah, it could have been a real, a, a way bigger thing, but maybe, I don't know, they might be spent on collabs at this point after the Peloton fiasco. So, you know, but yeah, that was, that was really terrible. And I, I'll be honest with you. I was in the space of, willful ignorance because I don't know what it's like when a child is saying I feel this way and what to do about it while they're growing up when they're 12 I I really don't know like they're mad at the teacher they're mad at the school like I do think that the school dropped the ball on contacting the parents like it just doesn't seem like a clear especially the type of school that Rose would go to would be this expensive you already know what those private schools are like like very every child has so much attention um blah 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 a clear line of communication with the parents so I, you know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't know how to write this episode. Well, that's when you, you would hire, you would have a diverse team of writers and you would 
we would work together to assemble an episode. Like, I don't know. Like, this show should have been the example of what happens when you have diversity behind the scenes and in front of the camera, and they just drop the ball. I'm so disappointed. Well, are you going to keep watching it with me? Well, I agreed to it, so yeah. Oh, hell no. Not the cancer. Oh, yeah. Quentin is a cancer, so he fall out of love with shit quick. Yep. Yeah, I'm the Aquarius. I'm the water bearer, so I carry everybody's water. <laughs> and right now, I'm not thirsty. Whether <laughs> whether I want to or not, I really maybe that could be a resolution for 2022 to get a hold on my loyalty. Yeah, I think you're too loyal. Uh, but you know the other, you know what it is. The other side of loyalty is respect. So. When I'm loyal, it's because I respect it. And in this moment, I still respect what they're doing with Just Like That. And so that's why I'm loyal. And shit, you know, I mean, I have history with the show. I watched it when it was live. We already know that from the first um, recap that we did. But I, I actually look forward to the next episodes. I'm glad Miranda's taking a break from her drink. And she was getting a little too lit. You know? She bought yeah. the book for her damn self and didn't even remember. I'm like, girl, get your life together. This shit's embarrassing for both of us. Like, <laughs> so much. I mean, you. I don't think they should throw them together like a happy ending. Like, she's now with Che and it's going well, and they're gonna have a, they're gonna end the show with a same-sex wedding. Like, I, I, I don't think they should go that far, but I think they should let Miranda like. This is me just being witchy. I think they should let her get her own place, get some space. Nah, you know what I want? I want a spinoff called Samantha in London. What is she up to? Yeah, I, I did like that they had Carrie text and show that there was tension. You know, we all know what that feels like when we see the three dots, but we don't see any messages. We've all been mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I don't know if they're going to really get to what happened. They're not really clear about what happened between all of them and Samantha, but, you know, I mean... Kim Cattrall has already chimed in on Twitter. I don't remember what she said because I don't want it to mess up the show for me because I have a certain vibe. I want to look at it later. But mm-hmm. I do look forward to more episodes and I look forward to more shade from you on the episodes because... I don't think it's shade, though. Shade is when you're, like, trying to be clever. I, I'm just expressing how I feel. So I don't... You're a critic. You're a thoughtful critic. I just want people to not waste their time with things that don't make any sense right now it's Ooh, not it's just sense. like that a waste of time and just like that quit stop liking that show Mm-mm-mm. well i think this is a good place to end on the last show of 2021 we made it we survived honestly i'm taking it one day at a time we're gonna treat january one as day one episode one of series of season one that's what okay. we're gonna do Wait, what? <laughs> Basically. Every, okay, quiet on set, quiet on set. <laughs> and, actually, I'm, saying, I'm just treating, I am managing expectations. I don't really have any resolutions. If I wake up, I'm alive, I'm healthy, I feel okay, it's a win. I agree. Well, I know you got yummy things to make. Cheers to you. Happy New Year, Quentin. I'm sure I'll see you on the text in like five minutes. Yes, yes, yes. And until next time, Happy New Year, everyone. Be safe. Really be safe and healthy. And Happy New Year. Bye. Positive vibes. Bye.